All right, there we go. Okay, super duper. So hello to everyone and welcome to the Energy and Frequency Podcast. This is Dr. Ariel Policano. We do this every week. We live stream a podcast interview in the area of frequency and energy. And also we're going to be covering some other topics. We'll cover some health topics and alkalizing and a lot of interesting things that we are going to be covering. Now, I wanted to just take a quick excerpt from today's energy medicine course. Maybe you were part of it, maybe not. And this is just something that we study today and we're going to be studying in over the next couple of weeks. So if you haven't signed up for the energy medicine course, you may want to check it out at geniusbiofeedback.com and then just put energy medicine into the search bar. And we're talking all about the core concepts of energy and frequency. We'll be talking about cymatics and rife frequency, what a Hertz frequency is, heart math, coherence. So if you like energy and frequency topics, you're going to love this course. And we did do the first session today. And we talked about a gentleman named Harold Burr. And Harold Burr was from Yale University. And guess what? He documented and researched about the existence of the biofield. And he literally was able to track the voltage electrical field around plants and he actually documented them. So he found that each living thing has a template or a matrix around it that contains all the energetic information for the creation and maintenance of that particular organism. And this research was documented in the 1940s and it's quite amazing. So if you like this kind of information, this is what we're covering in the energy medicine course. And Harold Burr said, the universe in which we find ourselves and from which we cannot be separated is a place of law and order. It's a place of coherence. And that might sound a little bit strange, but this idea of order and coherence is very important for understanding how we heal ourselves. Being in a state of coherence is a state of relaxation and presence where all the physiology of the body functions extremely well. So it is not an accident or chaos. It is organized and maintained by an electrodynamic field capable of determining the position and movement of all charged particles. So I love that this research was done in the United States. And this tells us and informs us and, and tells us the biofield really truly exists and has something important for us. So he called these fields L fields, and they're basically the blueprint for us as a human being or for a plant and the matrix around our being, our biofield contains all the encoded information for the perfect formation of cells and organs and glands. And all we need to do is reconnect with this divine matrix in order to maintain our health and our well-being. So we're studying all types of things like this within our energy medicine course. And we have two more sessions. It's all recorded. We just invite you to join us if you like this topic and you'd like to know more about energy and frequency technologies. So just the last part of this is that he was able to actually determine that with this electrical flow, you could actually discover disease. And he knew a way to detect the voltage change that would allow you to predict if somebody was going to become ill. And some of this con these concepts are based on how we utilize the genius today. Change in voice, a change in electrical flow sort of precedes changes that could be something that we need to know about. 
And then the final thing I just wanted to let you know is that from Dr. Burr's work, his contemporary did a study of women, a thousand women in a hospital, and he found that all the women who were ill, who had fibroids or ovarian cysts, they had changes in voltage that could be detected. And isn't it interesting that this work was done in the 1940s, but this is not the standard of care that we detect changes in today, at least in the United States. But who knows, maybe down the road it will be. So I just wanted to give you that quick excerpt from our energy medicine course from today, where we're trying to learn more about energy frequency and the technologies that are going to heal us now and in the future. So I want to introduce our guest. So I'm going to invite Mardell up here. And Mardell, I'm just going to invite you up here and Let's just have a conversation. I would just want to talk, find a little bit of background and um, just you're going to see yourself invited up here in just a moment and talk about your experience. And um, she is a genius practitioner, one of our certified genius practitioners and has taken the training for that. And she's just doing really, really well. And I think she's such a great example and she's a whole lot of fun to talk with. So Mardell, when you sort of see that you're promoted up there to a panelist, just go ahead. You can open up your picture and your voice, and we'll just get right into it. So I'll go ahead and help you there. So thank you so, so much for joining us, Mardell. I'm so super happy to have you and have you be a part of our podcast today. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Mardell, oh, that's a good first you? step. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Let me, okay. Now you're a little bit fuzzy. So hopefully we can bring you in. Oh, that's looking a lot better. Looking a lot better. Oh, I love, I love your background. It's I might be better fuzzy. <laughs> no, now you're better. You're much better. So that's, okay, a, cool, that's a super, super cute background. Okay. Mardell, I don't have your bio. So do me a favor. Just tell us a little bit about your background. It's better if you introduce yourself as well anyway. Okay. Well, um, I was introduced to frequency and resonance when I was really young before because my father was an amateur radio operator back in the 20s. Really? And, yeah. And so um, much to my mother's uh, unhappiness, he had his gear in their bedroom. And every night, my lullabies were are you serious? That's hilarious. It is hilarious. So I was kind of fascinated with that. And um, I would sit with him later when he had a radio room, you know, down in the basement, I would sit with him and we would just travel all over the world on this unseen, unfelt, you know, magical highway. Really? And he would, he, he had stacks and stacks of uh, postcards from people all over the world. And because it was all done in Morse code, um, I guess there was no language barrier. Oh, that is amazing. So it was pretty fascinating. And so he was know, communicating with people all over the world by Morse code. And um, what was the purpose behind his communication? Was it just it was part of his work. Well, when he was young, he was just fascinated. He was, um, he was born in 1907. So I imagine by 1920 something, he was fascinated with this radio and he became, you know, a very, I think at 13, he was a, a radio operator. 
And then during the war, he was some kind of secret squirrel. And he even worked with um, uh, Howard Hughes on that Spruce Goose plane and stuff, doing radio oh, stuff. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> no. was like famous. <laughs> well, he kind of was, actually, because later he... Um, he became the head of the sound department at MGM Studios and um, won several Oscars for his work in sound. So oh, that's he was amazing. a total sound geek. That is uh, really fascinating. So you, well, you, you grew up very aware of the nature of frequencies and how powerful they could be. Yeah. And, you know, he showed me how you built a radio and the one thing you needed to have was what? A crystal. So, well, tell us a little bit about that. You need a crystal in order to operate the whole transmission of, make a of little, Morse code. You could make a little, well, no, this is just like if you want to make a little transistor radio like that. Oh, right. To be able to tune in, you know, a station, you could build this radio. And the main, the main component was a crystal because it's a, both a transmitter and a receiver. Wow. The, crystal, the crystal itself is. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. So I was interested at a young age, you know, as much as you are when you're young and then, you know, you do all the other stuff you do. And um, so, uh, you know, I, I grew up out in the, you know, on the boonies. So I was real close to nature and um, that whole frequency of being in the, just being in nature was, it was wonderful for me. And you know, just experiencing things like I love to sail because I love to feel the wind and how it could move you around. And uh, so another unseen thing that had had special energy. It was, it was really cool. And, um, you know, later on, um, you know, I went through a lot of things when I was young. And then in the 70s, I was interested in, you know, herbs and uh, anything homeopathics and flower essences and all that so all the time that I was working a job I was also just you know playing with all these fun things interesting yeah and Very fun. Uh, then uh let's see later on in the I don't know I had all kinds of great stuff I I, I was really, I was really lucky. My, my mother, uh, when she was in college, uh, which must have been in the 30s, um, she went to see uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. So she really gave me a, a great um, amount of space to make my life. And she always had really interesting reading material. She was interested in paranormal things and stuff like your that. This is your mother. My mom, yeah. Okay. And uh, and then I, I have a twin brother. I had a twin brother who, uh, through birth problems, uh, was blind and mentally retarded and all this stuff. And uh, around in the somewhere in the 80s when my parents both my parents passed away when I was in my 30s and it was so oh, wow. shocking and so it's you know, actually young yeah not something you really expect but um <laughs> I uh I met 
these wonderful people and really hooked into this great community and uh, you know did yoga and all kinds of fun things like that and um, there was a person who gave me a reading uh, about my brother and he said oh he said I don't know what this means but it looks like he would really respond to purple light. And okay. he said, I don't know what that means. And so I had been uh, using Stephen Halpern's Spectrum Suite. Are you familiar with that? Um, Tell us about he, it. He, he's a, a fabulous um, composer. And he, I think his first cd was called spectrum suite and it and it had to do with um you know basically the nociers so that's really cool i know so when i when i learned this from this man i thought well how am i going to find out about about light for him because i wanted to do for him whatever i could do and um he i i thought stephen helper and i'll just i'll just find him and call him up. And I did, <laughs> much to my surprise. I found a number for him. I called him up and he said, oh, uh, he said, I know just the person. And he put me in touch with a man who is now very well regarded in uh, the realm of healing with light. And his name is um, Dr. John Downing. And um, so, then I got involved with, uh, at, the, at that time, my, my partner and I were working with other devices with light and um, doing work with ozone and air and water cleaning and that sort of thing. And we were going to the alternative cancer show, the Cancer Control Society. And... Um, so uh, Dr. Downing had devised this amazing light therapy unit that he was just using to help people with, uh, what's that called when, when you don't see colors? Oh. A colorblind? Good, yeah, colorblind. Um, okay. And so what happened when he was, he, after he devised this whole you know, unit, and got some of his patients to use it. Some of the things that happened were really interesting. People who had fungus nails and things like that started to clear up. Wow. Skin things. And um, I think the first person that, that really came around was a man who had never seen any colors and he went to a picnic. And for the first time in his life, he saw green grass. Interesting. So actually, um, I think it's different from colorblind. Um, I think th what you're describing is more like a, a brain issue um, that that person might have had a neurological issue. And right. then the technology actually corrected the issue because the other issue is more of a birthing genetic issue. So I think this is something a little bit different, but it's still fascinating. If you didn't hadn't seen yeah, if you hadn't seen green and you could see it for the first time, that would be absolutely amazing. And that's what he was working on. And, the, and there was this woman who had, you know, light sensitivity, always, you know, dark glasses, big hat, couldn't go anywhere or do anything. And one day when she was leaving his office, she didn't even put on her hat or her glasses. And she was halfway home before she realized it. 
We oh just, my gosh. He's an amazing man, and you can see him. I, I saw the other day that he has a really nice YouTube. Uh, what is his name again so we can post uh, it? John Downing. John Downing. Yeah, O-D. D-O-W-N-I-N-G? Yes, just like it's. So you may want to look John up on YouTube and yeah. learn. And the other gentleman was um, Steve Halpern. Is that correct? Which he's known yes. for a lot of frequency productions, music, things like that. Right. Very cool. So, you know, somehow destiny had it that you were just <laughs> one thing after another, you exposed to different types of frequency technologies and way back when, I mean, way before people were really aware of them. And I just, I just was divinely guided throughout i was i was so blessed to have um do you know of mount madonna and baba haridas mm -hmm. uh, so he, he was the first uh uh healer that i had met and uh -huh. uh, went to a very small gathering, just kind of somebody, I was living somewhere, you know, way up in California and someone said, oh, do you want to go see this guy? And I said, sure. And that was where I had my first auricular acupuncture. I see. That's really cool. What yeah. happened when you had auricular acupuncture, which is well, auricular acupuncture is all of the points, um, of the body are, or all the organs are represented on points on the ear. And so you could do an entire acupressure or acupuncture session right from the ear. So did you notice anything that happened as a result of that session? Not exactly. I was just fascinated with the process. And then I gotcha. And then now here we are working with the Nogiers, mm -hmm. father of a regular acupuncture practice. So Absolutely. It's a full, it's a full circle in that way. So the tell us, so from your journey, did you get any um, education in the healing arts or what was your journey in terms of your career? Well, when I was about 13, my mother used to have these horrible migraine headaches and my uncle would drive like 50 miles to help her because they were really awful. And, um, he did massage techniques on her. And one time when she was having one, I said, you know, I think I can do that. And so I just started being the massage therapist. And then I learned everywhere I went, different massage techniques. And so I did a lot of that for friends and family. And that sort of started the interest in, in more of a hands-on technique. And Later on, I realized that my uncle did uh, hands-on, like, frequency work, which I hadn't really known about when I was young. Wow. Um, and then um, later, I was, at one point, I was introduced to a frequency healing device called the SE5 which is basically a radionics device. And this, this was in 1986, I think. And this is it. So this is from 1986. So tell us what, this is very fascinating. And I'm very, very fascinated by that um, construct on the left side. That reminds me of George Oklosky 
the guy who wrote the or Lakovsky, the guy who wrote the secrets of life it looks uh -huh. like one of his plates um this is the remedy plate for okay. the input plate gotcha and this is the computer and this is what they call the stick plate uh so like radionics yeah so you would turn it on and you could either balance or measure and if you wanted to measure i had a whole you know it was just like our basic uh, overview. You'd have to write them all down. But what you would do is you would go, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna look at this and the, the uh, frequency should be between this and this, kind of like your blood test. And you would do this and turn That's this amazing. off until your fingers went stopped. And then you really, that's what the purpose of the plate was for. You kept doing it until your fingers sort of just stopped. Uh huh. There was and like you, that's why it's sticky. Yeah, and then sticky. you would yeah, exactly, and then you'd go back and forth to get to get the exact uh, frequency, and then you'd write that down. And you went through the whole body like this. Now somebody could either be sitting with you and have their hand on the plate. Or you could take this out and you could put a Polaroid picture in a glass scene envelope and stick it in there. That is absolutely read. amazing. Yeah. So inside of a Polaroid uh, film, there are, um, you know, basically silver halide crystals. Mm -hmm. And so that, so your picture, could, the energy from your picture could remain for up to like three years or so. No, that's amazing. Uh, so what year was that? You said that was in the 80s? Yeah, the late 80s somewhere. I can't quite, you know. Well, now what happened it? when you utilized that fun, amazing toy? Did you, did anybody report some effects from it? Oh, yeah. We, my partner and I used it a lot and we, we cleared homes and we, you know, helped people who were suffering with different types of you know, that was a time when all these kind of new fibromyalgias and things like that came around. Mm -hmm. So we were dealing with that, doing all kinds of balancing of, of anything, you know, mainly just people we knew. As far as, you know, we tried to make it a business, but it was way over almost everybody's head at, at that time. Well, were, you, were you doing something else for your, for your to make money? <laughs> yeah, we were doing the ozone uh, oh, very cool. Air, light, and, and air and water. Um, we were doing uh, installations like uh, at um, uh, like spas, mineral springs, that type of thing. Changing people, you know, we just wanted to, we figured there, if we have, the body has clean air, clean light, and clean water, it's way ahead of the game. So very cool. We well, if we can't go there, we'll just start with the simple stuff. We did a lot of thing stuff with animals, which was great because they don't go, they don't say, "Oh, well, I don't know if this is going to work or why could it work or how does it work or anything like that." We they have that experience with the genius too. I know. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so then, in, uh, let's see, then. Uh, I just mainly used it then for imprinting and for taking care of myself and you know like I got the flu once really badly and uh, we determined that it was the avian flu. A it was a what? The avian flu. This was okay. 
back. Gotcha. I totally back. remember back in the day. Yeah. The bird the flu. Day. Yeah. No, I would just lay in bed with that thing on my chest. And just, you know, that's amazing. Wow, that's awesome. All the time. And I really, I, and then once I did that, I thought, well, why don't I do something about my uh, inoculations that I've had as a kid? So started so you all of those. Cleared all that stuff up. I love it. It's like a, doing yoga in bed so effortless you're doing all of your healing in bed <laughs> exactly and then, uh my partner was a really he was a master herbalist and a fabulous massage therapist so i learned a lot about herbs in the 10 years that we were together herbal concoctions that sort of thing and we were making elixirs from stones and homeopathic things and he went and took a course in the in Bowen therapy. Yeah, Bowen, that's powerful. It's yeah, these well, really subtle movements. You would maybe. hardly even think the person worked worked on you, but if you couldn't walk and you were injured and you got a Bowen, you, you'd be like walking the next day. You couldn't even believe it. That's so powerful. So in 2005, I was I had plantar fasciitis. I still was having some migraines from a, you know, mold issue and other stuff. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to stop doing what I'm doing. And I am going to take care of this, especially it, it was the uh, plantar fasciitis that really did it because I said, okay, I'm like 60 something. I am not going to be hobbling around and looking like an old, you Good know. for you. Good for you. So I said, okay, I'm going to find I knew a man that I had turned on to the phone work, told him you ought to go do this. It's amazing. And he works out of San Francisco with football players and he specializes in concussions using the Bowen technique. So he, I just said, he, wait, he specializes in, it sounded like he specializes in what? Concussions. Concussions. Got it. And so he works with football players. and Of course, of they really need it. That's one of the, you know, least known things about, you know, the secret dark side of football is how bad these guys suffer with concussions and long-term effects of the blows to the head. Oh yeah. It's awful. And you know, the thing is, is we don't even realize you don't even need those kinds of blows to your head, especially if you're a, a person who is sensitive, you could just hit your head. And you I've know, heard that and it can have, it can have and a pretty have, serious effect. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. So, um, so I said, oh, I'm, I'm, so I don't care. I'm going to drive to San Francisco. I was living uh, in Carmel and I said, okay, I'm going to drive to San Francisco and I'm going to see him and I'll stay overnight. I'll do whatever I have to do. And I thought there must be someone in Santa Cruz that does this, checked it out. No. And then I found somebody actually around where I lived. Oh, wow. And she was a teacher. So I started going to her for the plantar fasciitis Things I had, didn't even ask her about started to clear up. Pretty soon From I had Bowen. Yeah, pretty soon I had no migraines. You know, I had a shoulder. I'd been in an accident. She'd say, "Oh, is there anything else?" I go, "Well, my shoulder." It's like, no, it's okay, like, let's it's do really shoulder. based on like a soft manipulation of the tissue, right? Um, fascia muscles, is so interconnected. Muscles, tendons, muscles, tendons, and ligaments, but it does work through the fascia. Sends yeah. message to the brain. Yeah. So I. She and I became friends. I started traveling with her, and pretty soon I was in this total immersion courses that I went through with her. I'd travel with her, and 
help her with teaching whatever I could and try, you know, spent a lot, did a lot of classes in Hawaii. It was great. You so know, that, Mardell, you're, you're, you went to the esoteric school of life. And also I know that you have some of these Indian uh, saints and seers that you follow because you remind me of India of what they talk about the wandering sadhu. <laughs> <laughs> but I, did, I used to feel so bad because everybody had goals and things and I didn't, I was kind of like, floated around and but what know. a wonderful what a beautiful way to move through life because you just listen to the impulse of well I guess this is next and I guess this is next I think that's a wonderful way to live your life <laughs> I used to call I call it go, you know traveling down the love freeway and yes you were and not getting off on any you know bad uh off ramps and if you do get back on just get back on the love freeway. You know, if we everybody practiced that, it would be such a, people could be so much happier because they'd be so much gentle and compassionate with themselves. But I do want to just give you a little bit of direction. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about uh, on that journey? Well, I, I love your natural um, sort of telling of the story, but are there other sort of frequency technologies that you interacted with that really stood out in your mind? Well, they, um, I think the, you know, things like the uh, EMF protection devices, we used to sell those. And um, as far as- Was there another bio, did you use another biofeedback technology before you used the Genius? No, um, but I did, I used to um, sit, talk to a doctor in Albuquerque you know, because after this device, they all got, you know, huge and expensive and crazy, but they were super fast, but nothing that I could touch financially. But um, I knew of a doctor in Albuquerque who had one and I will call him and tell him my tale and he would do the balancing, send me, send me a, a vial of whatever he cooked up. And um, I thought it was, you know, fabulous and fascinating and wonderful. And um, I knew other people who worked with uh, Skio and that kind of thing. So I, and I just like cheered them on. I thought, oh, that's like fabulous and wonderful. And, um, until I, uh, I, well, I'll backtrack a little bit in, uh, I think it was around 2000 and uh, after, um, after John Downing, I, I met a man who, uh, this was in the late 80s, maybe the 90s, I met a man who had uh, died and come back and written a book and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he, he wanted to come and see what we were working on and working with. And when we showed him some of our light devices, I had been studying with a guy in Corona Del Mar named Jim Jeffers, who's passed away now. He was old then, but he was he was a big Dinshaw light therapy guy. Anyway, um, when uh, when I met this man and he came over and saw what we were doing, he kind of went, "Whoa! I think I saw something like that on the other side." And wow, kind of, I saw light technology on the other side in his near death yeah. experience. So then years later, I was at a, like a fair 
kind of thing. You know, it was a crystal psychic kind of fair. And I saw people laying in this device. <clears throat> and I thought, ooh, that looks great. I want to see what that is. So I went and laid in it. And, you know, it's like a, it's a crazy sort of all kinds of things going on all around you. And I laid in the device and it was like everything went away. I was just gone. Wow. What was that I, device? What was it? It was called the dream spa. The dream spa. And I went, spa. so I asked the woman, I said, wow, this is, this is amazing. And asked her a bunch of questions. And I said, who, who's the person who devised this? And she told me the guy's name. And I went, no, you're kidding. It was this guy. That guy who had the near death experience. Yeah. So That's I got in touch crazy. with him and he and I had a deal and he was, he was working on some new thing. And anyway, I gave him money and it fell through. And later on, I never got it. And so I thought, well, I'm going to find, I'm going to find me one. So I thought, well, there must be a used one. So I went out and started looking, 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 looking. And I found it was still being produced. And when I called and talked to the woman, she said, oh, I've heard this story. So she, they, they were so nice. She said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a deal on it because, you know, for the amount of money that you put out to him or close to it. I said, great. So that started. And so then I was doing light therapy, uh, biofeedback, and bone work. Wow, that's amazing. But Mardell, just because. Um, time. Yeah, with time and so forth, skip a little bit forward and tell us. A little genius. bit about being connected to the genius, what that meant for you and how you're working with clients. It meant everything. I, I, I had to move through things that happened and I had to move fast. And so I moved to a place where I knew, didn't know anybody and it COVID hit. I couldn't do any of the things. You that move, I, let's tell everybody if it's okay with it, you moved to sort of the Southern California, um, near desert, Palm Springs. Sort of desert, Palm Springs area. It's called Sky Valley. Which is like you're near um, Joshua Tree or? Yes. In fact, I can see the back of Joshua Tree right now. Oh, it's amazing. Though. Yeah, so it's, it's such great. a beautiful area. You're so fortunate. And, and the energy blessed. is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I thought, okay, I've got all this differing experience. I was in the outdoor industry, backpacking, mountaineering you know, doing all kinds of stuff, sales and catalogs and all kinds of stuff. I did that and I've done this oh, and cool. that. And, you know, I've done all these things and I, is there a way, how am I going to put this together or is this a whole new thing? So I decided that I was just going to be the monk by the river and again, kind of watch things go by and maybe pluck things out and look and see if it's something I want to keep or throw back. I did that for a while. Pretty soon it was several months. And then a woman called me that I don't really see very much, but we had been good friends. She used to work for me. And um, she just, she called me and she goes, oh my God, I just had this amazing experience. I, she said, I, I don't even know really what it is, but it's what you used to do with me. Meaning on my yeah. SS5. Yeah. And she said, the minute I saw it, I just knew this was you. This was for you. You have to check this out. And, you know, when someone tells you that, you think, oh, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> right. Exactly. And I said, she said, no, really. She said, this was this was it. 
amazing. And I said, well, what's it called? She said, I don't know. <laughs> so I said, well, could you find out? So she got all the information for me and, and I said, okay, I'll check it out. So I, um, I think I called you. I got a two week free trial. Exactly. By, by the second day, I just went, oh my God, this is it. This like, this knits together everything that I'm about and everything that I do. And right now I use all three modalities, but the genius really drives them all. That's really cool. And I think one of the things people will, who are watching will love hearing about is tell us about that retreat that you had and well, how you worked so with people fun. during the retreat. What's that? That was so much fun. And yeah. you're thinking about having one again soon. So who knows, people might on, on here might be interested. So tell us all about the, the, what you did, how you used the genius and how people experienced it. Well, I have a friend who, uh, who actually was my first non-family genius person, my client. And uh, I met her here where I live in a resort. And um, I just, we just took to each other. And I, she, I said, I told her what I did. And she said, Oh, I'd love to do that light thing. (laughs) And she saw what I did. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I, I, I need this. I want this. This was a woman who had tons of stuff going on with her, like tons of stuff and was taking so many supplements. She was seeing all these different practitioners and she had a list this long of supplements. And before you knew it, she, I'd saved if she said thousands and thousands of dollars in not only supplements, but doctors and everything. And so we decided, she decided that we should have this uh, retreat because she'd had a, some kind of retreat before, you know, beauty. Wow. She was the, she was the one who was the catalyst <laughs> for doing it. Yeah. So she put it on her website and uh, we had seven women who came and the way we handled it was that each, each one sat down, went into the genius, got all their information in the genius. And then uh, over the, uh, over the entire day, we started early in the morning. We just made it a one day to try, you know, see what, what went on. We broke it up between, we have hot mineral pools here and a lovely walk out in the desert. So amazing. It was a time we just felt women just needed to rest, you know, and come back. It was like sort of mid, mid pandemic sort of thing. Yeah. Kind of, you know, later on ish, you know, everyone started out with masks, but in a couple hours, no one was wearing masks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Thank goodness. But, um, so we would, we would, we used the genius. I, I made a library of all the settings of my, of my light therapy unit for my genius. Yep. And so it would show me the most important settings for them. Uh, and so everybody got, uh, they got light therapy. They got a genius um, overview and balancing so they could see what it was all about and um, and in between, they went on walks, they went to the water. My husband uh, cooks here. 
for the resort uh, out of our, we have a, what they call a micro kitchen in our house. And so he delivers plated, beautiful food. Incredible. Yes. Incredible. So he cooked for everybody. We had lunch. We had really great talks. The, my partner in crime uh, is a beauty expert and she's an influencer of different different kinds and she makes gorgeous jewelry so we've been imprinting her jewelry and uh, people just had a, a wonderful time and we had a wonderful time and we're really looking forward to doing it again and so you're having one again soon so once again if anybody's interested now we have your listing on the um we have your listing for the, on the practitioner website. Yeah. So if you go to geniusbiofeedback.com, we've listed your practitioner profile. And also you got some beautiful um, reviews and there was a woman and she's been willing to make this public that she was work. She would, had multiple myeloma and she says that you've helped her in miraculous ways. And with the, when the genius, when she gets the frequencies, she says it's amazed how accurate it is for her and how much it helps her. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, what's interesting is that she and her husband were my healthcare providers when I lived in, in Monterey. Wow. Uh, he is a, I guess he's a naturopath and uh, they specialize in Ayurvedic medicine. And he first came down with uh, prostate cancer and when that happened, they just decided to close their practice. Wow. And then she was going to her chiropractor and she, with bad low back stuff. And he said, you know, I think we should get an MRI. And that's when they found out that she had this bone cancer. Whoa, that's intense. Yeah. And, you know, being as they were my healthcare providers. I wasn't, I kind of sat on the idea for a while about presenting it thinking, well, they know everything. They know everything. That would have been my first <laughs> assumption too. I would have been completely yeah. intimidated. And I finally just said, okay, Susan, I'm just going to put this out there. You know, this is what I'm working with. And I barely had it out of my mouth when she said, I want that. She said, wow. I I am, I'm so, uh, uh, that kind of healing work, uh, anything like that, it, my, I really respond to. So I said, okay. And mm -hmm. she was going to San Francisco for stuff. She hadn't been out of the house in a month or more, maybe a few months. And I just did basic stuff on her and some, I had some of the, uh, cancer libraries. So I just went with my intuition and, and the things I know about herbs and things like that, but mainly intuition and let the genius guide. And she sent me a text and said, I went for a four mile walk today. Incredible. I been out of the house. Incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. It's really That's amazing. And she, I do, I, I do think the gene, that's an amazing story. I want to hear more. And I do think the genius really carries the wave and the energy of the practitioner as well. I think your intention and your wish is sort of interwoven with the genius. 
uh, which makes it amazing and I think a unique technology, but that's remarkable. What an amazing and uplifting and inspiring experience. Do you uh, have others like, it sounds like you have others, other experiences that are very amazing. <laughs> We've had some amazing experiences here in my little space here. Oh, that's I incredible. A, I have a nice casita where I've got my massage table. There's a, there's a bed, there's a couple of couches if you want to just stretch out. And so I utilize the whole space. Right. And, um, so the, the combination of the, the genius and the light has been pretty awesome. I've had two people who, it seems they spend a lot of time out there anyway, but they've had amazing experiences, let's say. Mm -hmm. That's remarkable. Saying that they have been to places they haven't been. What do you think about the geniuses that is helpful and facilitates people in their healing? I think it's the, that's a hard one, how it facilitates people in their healing. I think because it heals on such a deep level and the, this, you know, we talk about peeling the onion. It's really, it really is that. Um, someone was talking about, um, how well actually I'll, I'll just go this one of the women who recently came and had had a wonderful experience and she, she said she said oh I can see how some people might not take to this and mm-hmm. went, you know tell me more because I want to know <laughs> about that. and she said well you know when you sent me my playlist and I look at it she said it brings me right up to my stuff. And yes. she said, but, you know, I'm ready to dump all this stuff. And she said, it just, it just helped me to really go there and let go of it gently, which is kind of how Bowen is. It's, it's gentle, right? powerful. And that's what this is. It's yeah, gentle. you have that similar draw to similar types of um therapies and the, and technologies because i think less is more oh, that, that kind of energy yeah the it's the subtle things that really can be very deep and profound but you know the genius is a truth teller oh, sure and, is. and yeah. learning the truth can be so healing you know well, getting that reflection of yourself well i had this woman come her, i see her husband he's this fabulous chiropractor and she, when i first met her I mean, it was labor to try to listen to her. She could barely breathe. Wow. And I, I introduced her to the genius at her house and told her to come and she didn't come and she didn't come. Finally, one day she came. I thought I was going to have to call 911. She was just. <gasps> it was so scary. Yeah. So put her in the genius, did some basic stuff. I said, let's look at some emotions because, you know, this your chest, you know, your lungs, that has a lot to do with grief. And sure enough, here it came up. And she said, well, I don't think I have any grief. And I said, well, you know, when I first met you, you told me about that you have this daughter and that you are estranged from. 
And she looked at me and she just started to ball her head off. Incredible. So are you the combination of you and the genius being the truth teller? And so <laughs> we ran some stuff on her. She went home. I checked on her. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. The next day I get a text from her. She went to town with her friend and walked all the way through the mall to Macy's. That's incredible. And back she to- probably couldn't even walk a block before that. She could barely like walk in here. That's incredible. So those are the kinds of things that happen that you just, you know, that I still go, really? Really? <laughs> you're, you're really such a gifted healer, Mardell. You're sort of like this unsung talent. I'm glad they're doing the podcast today just to get the word out there. Like you're super talented. You should be booked all day long. <laughs> well, um, somebody just called. I, I really like the word of mouth and I let everyone know that I really, I want to work with people who want to work on transforming their lives, whatever it is right. in life they want to transform and that they're willing to, to do some work. It's not, might not be totally easy, but we can make it a lot easier than it's going to be totally on your own. And I, I really would, I really want people to, to get a genius. Don't be, don't be afraid that you, you know, you don't know enough or anything. The basic genius you know, or the, or the next one up, you have so much to heal with so much. And uh, everyone should have it, you know, for the amount for what it costs. It's the first aid kit, you know, that includes a doctor. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love it. So we're almost at the end here. But what are your plans moving forward to grow your practice and do just sort of what would you like to do and where would you like to see your practice go? Well, um, because I, (laughs) because I've never been a goal person, I'm enjoying it unfolding in its natural way. Um, my friend that I do these retreats with, uh, is logging her journey she's been with me now for a couple years Mm -hmm. and it's taken that long for her to kind of wake up to a lot of things she Mm. is a person who wants to go out and fix it fix it fix it fix it this way that way that way Mm -hmm. and now she's kind of going she she takes the genius first before she goes off somewhere and she relies on it for her all of her information for her healing which is great. is she a client or she's a friend she is a client friend okay gotcha um, <laughs> and she because she has uh she wants to put this on her uh whatever it is she does her she does all kinds of uh social media stuff and so she wants to she wants to give it to people. And so we'll see where that goes. That could be exciting. And uh, I live in a great place. Um, somebody told me about something that, that I thought was pretty brilliant uh, that I think it's VRBO uh-huh. has, has a, like if you're going somewhere and you're looking for a place, then you can go up and click. It'll say, it's either VRBO or the other one. It'll say experiences. And it'll show you all the things you can do 
when you're staying wherever you found this place. And so I can put on that my desert edge frequency experience. That's awesome. So That's I'm very, very creative. Right now, and yeah. I think that'd be really fun. That's awesome. Are, you know, there's all kinds of kind of interesting things going on out here in the desert. Well, Mardell, incredible. I love it. You remind me, made me think of Abraham Hicks and she always talks about um, nothing that you want is upstream and the greatest uh, way to experience life is to just <laughs> allow the, the oars to take you. You just pull the oars in, just allow, allow the stream love to dancing. take you. Yeah. And you are just a living example of allowing the stream to take you. And it's always led to, it seems like very satisfying and wonderful, joyous experiences. So what a great example you are. Well, for the most part, I've done my share of upstream paddling, that's for sure. But <laughs> Abraham uh, always brings me back. That's really great. Well, thank you so, so much for being um, such for a wonderful me. part of our genius community and so generously sharing. I'm glad that we talked the other day and you said you would come on the podcast because it's been absolutely <laughs> delightful. Well, thank you. I had to run the uh, stress reduction program the whole time so that I wasn't <laughs> freaked out. So. Oh, no, you're a natural. You've been absolutely like fantastic. That. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate being asked and uh, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more uh, lot more genius excitement. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to wish you very, very well in your genius journey and on your healing practice. And hopefully we'll have you back maybe in six months or so and find out where you are then, what retreats okay. and things you've been working on. All, All right. right. Lots, lots and lots of love to you, my dear. Thank you. And, Same to you. And thank you to everybody who's been watching on the podcast today. Mardell, I think you're going to have some people who are reaching out to you, some questions for you and want to connect with you. So look forward to that. Okay, me too. All right. Have All a right, great everybody night, everyone. Have fun. Thank you, Mardell. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.